everyone. This is Riddell from Behold the Connection, and we are starting season two of my podcast. I decided to do this podcast in seasons, so each season will have 25 episodes. What this allows me to do is take little breaks when I need to, so there will probably be a seasonal break next summer, this type of thing, but you can always go back and listen to different episodes. So with that said, thanks for being here for season two. We're going to start this season off with a really powerful look at how to align how we're acting and thinking with who we actually want to be and how we want to show up in the world. This is super personal for me right now because in the middle of this pandemic with homeschooling, with um, my additional grad school going on, I sort of feel like I'm struggling to show up as who I want to be. And obviously there's more to that. There's other things behind the scenes that sort of get a person down. But at the end of the day, we only ever have choice. We only ever control ourselves. And so I've been doing a lot of work, personal work on this that I want to share with you because I know for a fact I'm not alone in some struggle right now. I think it's, I think it is what it is. I, before I jump fully into that, um, I don't have advertisers on here, but myself. And so I want you to know that in the show notes, if you simply swipe up on your phone, I think it is, you'll see a link and it goes to my parenting course. What I want you to do is go check it out. I have a payment plan and it is a life changer. It is a game changer. It will affect every relationship in your life for the better if you will get this course. In fact, Jessica wrote in, I'm going through a rough divorce and my kids are struggling too. Your course has changed everything for all of us. My mental space is a million times better and my kids are responding to that. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. This course is a must. It's called Being a Happy and Connected Parent and it's at beholdtheconnection.podia.com. If there is noise in the background today, It's because my family is but two doors away doing Settlers of Catan, and it gets wild sometimes. Okay, so at at the end of the day, we must take accountability for how we feel because there is no other choice, right? The other, there is another choice, but it leaves you stuck. It, It totally takes away your power to blame others and blame situations. Let me start with this. Our brains are looking for who is wrong and who is right. There's some judgment going on that has been essential to our survival. We've needed judgment. We want to know if we're going to be okay. Are our kids going to be okay? Who's going to be okay? Our brain wants to predict. Our brain, in fact, relies heavily on past experiences to determine or predict to attempt to predict future experiences, which is actually why sometimes we won't understand our own behavior. And that's because we have deep subconscious thoughts and memories and things from our childhood that our brain behind the scenes is pulling on to predict what could happen next. So that can really look a lot like anxiety in a lot of people that have had childhood trauma. Um, Anyway, so that's a whole nother podcast I just started going into. I apologize for that. Back to back to my notes. Our brain wants to predict. We want to know. We always are curious about other people. Like, what are they thinking? Why are they thinking that? Because we want to know what's going to happen and happen to us. 
and to our kids. You can see this in the world right now with the American election. Everyone at their at their core, holy cow, for settlers of Katam, they're trying to figure out what is best for survival. And this will bring up a lot for people, right? When we are feeling scared or insecure or worried about the future, we will sometimes try to control others or get them to think like us. It feels panicky, doesn't it? It feels judgmental too, doesn't it? And while it isn't really effective, we, controlling other people actually doesn't work out very well. It is sort of a normal human survival tactic. It's normal for your brain to want to go there because we're trying to figure it all out. Does that make sense? You want to know why are they thinking that way? No, that could doom us. We must go this way. In choice theory within psychology, we learn that all behavior is serving that person somehow. So this is why I want you to swoop in with curiosity when you're in a rut or when you're hating other people or hating the world. I want you to swoop in with curiosity because your thoughts and your judgments and your behaviors, they are serving you or they have served you in the past. What you are doing or thinking is somehow helping you cope or to soothe your brain. Now, that doesn't mean there isn't a better way, but it's just nice to take a look at how and why that's been there in the first place. So absolutely being able to judge situations is what has kept us alive as a species, right? But there is power in seeing when it is serving us and when it's in alignment with who we want to be or when it's our brain just running wild. We create our emotions and our experiences and other people do not. So that's why we want awareness of our brain and what's going on so that we can take a look. We can take a look at those thoughts. We can think, does this serve me? Does this not? Am I digging deeper into this pit of being in a funk? Um, or what could I change? So I want to talk briefly about shame and guilt. I really don't spend a lot of time in the land of shame and guilt. Endless shame re research has shown us and told us that shame is the road to depression, addiction, disorders. It is disordered thinking that doesn't serve us. Now, some people will argue that guilt, on the other hand, can be a messenger and allow us to stay in alignment. I can buy into that for a minute. If you are simply taking the message and then getting on with cheering yourself on. I don't actually find guilt personally to be a good driver of better behavior for myself because guilt almost always drives shame. One drives into the other. You don't see a lot of people feeling guilt feelings and then taking that as a beautiful message and rising up like the guilt's in a balloon and it's rising you up to a, to a higher thinking. That can happen, but it rarely does. So I don't, uh, if I get guilt because I acted poorly or was rude, I pluck the message and then I take a quick look at it like, ooh, okay, that was rude. Thank you. And then that's where it ends. Then I decide who I want to be and how I want to feel. Okay. So shame will dig you deeper and even sitting in guilt will too. It'll make you want to make more poor choices because poor choices are often a way of coping, a buffering mechanism to avoid feeling what we're really feeling. So the moment that we can release all this self-judgment and simply take the message, oh, I was rude to my child or I was rude to my husband or whatever, and then use it to elevate ourselves, 
is the moment that our life starts going a lot better. I'll just tell you that. I like to think of guilt as as like a little notification that comes up on my phone. You know, you notice it, you see it, and then you move on. My first thought after I feel guilt is, oh, rats. And then what's the next step? Ownership of behavior comes from alignment. Actually, before I get into that, I want to ask you one more question. Are we not meant to make mistakes? Are we not meant to mess up? Why do we feel this need to pile on drama and guilt? Why can it not be just so simple and linear as simply realizing, oh, rats, I'm out of alignment? Do you know that you don't have to feel bad and hate yourself to improve? I'm going to just tell everyone right now, you can skip the step of self-loathing. In fact, the best driver of change, making the changes you want to make to show up how you want to be, is excitement. And the worst driver is shame and self-loathing. So how do we get aligned? I think the best question that I ask myself all the time, even in little hard moments in my day, is who do I want to be in this moment? Taking it bigger, who do I want to be in this world? Who do I want to be in this relationship? How do I want to show up during this election, during this pandemic, during this homeschool day, during this relationship with in-laws over Christmas. I love my in-laws. It's just a good example because a lot of, that's like a panic there. I love my in-laws. I truly do. But a lot of people have, that's a, a relationship struggle for a lot of people and fair enough. And you can't control them. So who do you want to be? Okay. Also, let's just stop this thinking that somehow you're a better person if you do things better. Okay, you're an awesome person right now. We simply just want to ask ourselves, who do we want to be in that moment, okay? So that tough person in your life, stop spinning on who they are and stop looking for more examples of how they suck or they do this or that and go back to you. Assuming they will never change, who do you want to be, okay? That doesn't mean that you're a quiet sheep either. That doesn't, you know, if you're feeling bullied, speak up for yourself. Go Aaron Brockovich, whatever. But you will never find peace and joy in your relationships when you are out of alignment with who you want to be. Who do I want to be in this moment? First of all, you can answer that question. I want to be a loving mother that's more patient. Or I want to be a person that doesn't add inflammatory comments on Facebook posts about politics, or I want to be someone that looks at the other point of view and thinks it all thoroughly. I want to be, be who you want to be, but you cannot, you cannot be that person until you've acknowledged your emotions and your feelings. Okay. So acknowledge your true feelings. This is so important. Just say when life sucks, stop pretending it doesn't say you're angry when you're angry. Say I'm feeling anger. The more you deny how you feel, the more it will claw and scratch its way to the top. The best first step is being honest with yourself. There is nothing wrong with feeling any feeling. It is a message. It lets you know there's some readjusting to be done. I, for a few weeks now, have felt a lot of anger. I am angry about the state of the world. I'm angry about the pandemic. I'm angry about some of the pandemic response. Um, Everywhere I look, I'm feeling anger. Certainly lots of that is runaway thoughts. I'm working on that. What I am allowing while I manage my mind, I'm just allowing the anger. Like, oh, there's the anger. Oh, it's so bubbly and hot. And 
It comes when I least want it, but here it is. Ah, I feel it in my head. I've got a bit of a headache. It's hard being angry. I'm feeling this anger. Okay, so say it how you see it. Let your emotions wash over you in a cleansing way more than sinking into sludge, okay? So I like to think of a shower. I like to think of my emotions running down my body and maybe sometimes they soak in into an organ or into my shoulders and then I go find them. Oh yeah, there they are. Tight neck, tight shoulders and the water is washing them down. The emotions are going, they're going out my toes. I always see them leaving my body. Um, if they're, if they're troubling emotions, if they're difficult, I don't like the word negative emotions because I, I, but I haven't found a better substitute word. Uh, message me if you have one. I don't think any emotion is negative in, but this, some are very hard to feel, right? Grief is hard to feel. Anger is an intense one, right? So, but anyways, they all have messages and we should welcome them all. So imagine it washing down your body, feel it. Then as you're feeling it, let the anger go out your toe. Another way is to think of it as clouds going by. Um, or a tide coming in and out there. It builds, it crashes, it goes out. This, These are ways that we allow emotion and we breathe into it and we keep it very in our body. And then in our mind, we think, what am I thinking that's creating this for myself? It doesn't mean we soak it all in. It means we notice it, we feel it, we dig it out if it's sunk into our bodies a bit, and then we let it go. Let it go out of your toes and back to the earth where it belongs. I'll even say that. Back to the earth you go. Thank you for the message. <laughs> I'm serious. So how to show up as who I want to be in the world right now is definitely allowing the emotion and creating more of the emotions that I want to feel. I'm joy chasing right now. It's a choice I've made for the last two months of 2020 is saying yes to things that bring joy and saying no to things that don't. Obviously, there are things I have to say <laughs> yes to, like, you know, loading the dishwasher. But anyway, I want all of us to be more joy-filled right now. I want us to lighten up. I am saying this as someone that I feel on some days like I am in the muddy pond I talk about in my parenting course. And not even in relation to parenting, just in the world, right? I feel like I'm sinking some days. I know there's people feeling this way. This is not a default setting for me. This is very unusual and it is a struggle. I, I typically tend, I've worked on my brain for many years. Joy is more so my default. So this feels heavy. So I'm actively chasing joy right now because I'm noticing that my brain is getting conditioned in this pandemic to look for the negative, listen to the negative and go live in the land of worry. Like I shared earlier, our brain really can run wild in the land of worry because it likes predictability. So the land of worry is a hard place to pull your brain back from, but we must. I absolutely refuse to live my life this way. But you guys, I'll be really honest. It feels like I'm pulling around on the highway, a tiny little dirt trail, the biggest semi truck in the world. Like it was heading down that path at full steam ahead down a hill. And I'm trying to turn this huge semi truck around on a little tiny path and drive it uphill. That's what it feels like. So it feels like you, if that is, if you can relate to that, I think I'm good company. You're in good company. So we even need to have self-compassion about our toxic thoughts. We have good reasons for thinking the thoughts we have. It feels like self-protection, doesn't it? 
whether it's about the election or COVID or the new stress in your life, it feels like we're just staying on top of things. We're just getting ahead of it. We're just looking what could go wrong, right? Same with your bad habits, to be honest. They've served you or met a need for you in some way. I think it's valuable to show gratitude for how our coping skills, even ones that weren't healthy, have have served us and offered us, you know. It's likely helped us cope. But now we're up-leveling our life. We want our joy back. That doesn't mean you have to hate on past you. Past you was awesome, okay? So if we want to generate new emotion, then we do need to think new thoughts. So our brain is going to act confused and overwhelmed. This is what the brain does. As we work on new thought loops and self-care, the brain is going to give us fear-based thoughts. It feels like we're not paying attention. It's simply what it does. So expect it and answer it. Say, oh, yeah, I hear you, brain. I'll worry about that between 3.30 and 4 when we get our daily broadcast from the government on COVID. That's when I'll take it, pay attention to the negativity or the stress or the worry, okay? But right now, I'm actually chasing joy. Thank you, brain. Okay. A large part of making changes is actually, and being in alignment with who we want to be, is being willing to feel a negative emotion, So in relationships, sometimes it's being able to feel that negative emotion of feeling like a second choice sometimes or worry about your place in the relationship or feeling frustration. If we can stop being afraid of feeling emotions, then we can get through anything. When you process an emotion and you allow it, it washes through you. Even people in extreme grief could speak to this. Does the grief come back for more attention? Absolutely, as it should. But it does wash through and it does lessen in that moment for a moment, okay? Often you'll feel enough relief that you can sleep or that you need to sleep, in fact. So in tiny moments, we can process emotion and get that reprieve. As we feel our emotions, we heal. There is no other way through. There really is no other way through. So we want to choose joy. And my next podcast is going to be even more about ways that I'm choosing joy. And I hope it will help. But this one, I just wanted to get you starting to think about your alignment, your feeling your emotions and asking yourself in tough moments with tough thoughts, who do I want to be in this moment? And I'm going to add to that, what do I need to be thinking right now? to feel that way. So said differently and really listen to this carefully. When you picture how you're wanting to feel, let's say that you have a goal you're working on and you want whatever, whatever it is, or even just when the pandemic's over, how will you feel? You really need to get crystal clear in your mind about what that will feel like when you've reached that goal or you've climbed that mountain. You know what I mean? What will that feel like? What is the feeling you will have then that you don't have now? Okay, first identify that. What is the feeling you will have then that you don't have now? Secondly, what will you be thinking then about yourself or your situation? Because that's the first thought you need to start thinking right now. We need to start practicing that thought. Practicing that new thought, we will start adding a thought loop groove in our brain just like the worry one or the whatever's upsetting us right now, we can get a new thought loop going. And we need to. We absolutely need to.
I want to leave you with a couple of statements, okay? Just one might land with you and some might not. I have the power to change myself. I deserve to feel good about myself. I'm giving myself permission to do what's best for me. I'm doing that right now, you guys, with chasing joy, okay? I choose to connect to my authentic self and I'm releasing older versions of myself in love. I release all negativity in my life. I take full responsibility for myself, my health, my life, and my happiness. I hope that one of those landed with you. I want you to do the homework I gave you just, what, two minutes ago? And I will be back soon to talk about how, to talk further about how we can be choosing joy and showing up as who we want to be in any given moment. I hope this helped you. And remember, you can follow me on Instagram at Behold the Connection and check out my parenting course. Link is below. Screenshot and share this to your story so other people can find me. Thank you so much for being here.